Well, hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League podcast. I am your host, uh, Flash, um, who is, uh, I feel like I'm doing like the slowest turn to become an evil uh, figure in the scene, you know what I mean? Um, none of evil this Flash. Danny, Danny, oh, sorry, spoilers, what? Um, no. Uh, yeah, evil Flash, I, I suppose I suppose that's true. I suppose, you know what, I stayed in my name on Reddit, so like, what do you expect, <laughs> you know? Um no, and I am joined by our two uh, awesome uh, co-hosts. That's right. We haven't mentioned what our roles were in a while, but... Um, updated. Updated roles. <laughs> um, we've got Wabbits. It's me. Uh, I've been promoted. The D-O-double-G. And then we got um, Combo. What up? What up? Combo, I did not forget your name. Uh, I was just uh, trying to adjust... Oh continuously on the fly as i will have to this whole show uh because you guys will speak at different levels and that will be fun for me um yep, I, I believe in you you can do this i can do this so production uh, quality production quality um and then the best is like as i'm as i'm doing the production quality as i'm adjusting it the people at home are also adjusting it they're trying to find like that sweet spot <laughs> Um, and then uh, we are we are eternally locked, you know, uh, yep. in a never-ending struggle. Um, Got to keep them on their toes. Keep them on their toes. Uh, so, first things first, uh, we got some awesome news. All right, last week uh, we got Alex from Michigan coming in right with the Patreon, uh, mm-hmm. five dollar tip jar tier. All right, which is just your standard tip jar, tip jar, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But joining uh alex from michigan is uh feeding that kitty all right on xbox all right and also uh since i haven't gotten a response on what to call i'm just gonna call him tk all right tk has also joined the patreon uh so that that brings our total up to three which is awesome oh my god there's three there's three (laughs) this is that's a surprise i thought there was just two this is awesome yeah you well i got i got a um a notification uh it was midday today and so i was able to sneak it in there um yeah nice timing yeah imagine (laughs) if we (laughs) tk that's what we'll go with until uh otherwise specified because i don't want (laughs) to i don't want to reveal anyone's name if they don't want the name revealed so we're just gonna go with tk um no uh so that's awesome uh actually our patreon we've added some tiers all right um mostly for our amusement um, to see if anyone would take me up on the offer, but um, you know our starting tier is just the tip jar, the five dollars. Seems like everyone's going with that one. Just a nice little hey, we like what you do. We'll give you five dollars a month. It's like a Twitch subscription. That's really what it is, right? Yeah, good, good way to look at it. Um, except I get more of the money than a Twitch say, subscription. Yeah, we get more of the money. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's that's pretty good. Um, now, fifteen dollars a month. Are you ready for it? I call it the no. 30 second song tier, all right? There's only 6 of these. <laughs> and every month I will record a 30 second song on this on whoever if, if a person does decide to do this, a 30 second song about whatever topic they want, hopefully comedic. Let's try to keep it comedic. Um, but they get to give me the information and I'll try to make a 30 second song. Um, so that you know, if you want to hear more of my um, mediocre uh singing uh that's that's the tier you're gonna have to you know sign up for <laughs> um and then we got our replay ramble tier which is the 
um, we'll take a replay and do like a, a analysis or maybe like a funny commentary, depending on what you want. Um, maybe more serious one. Maybe we'll like play you up like you're the greatest player ever, but it's like a bronze replay. So it'd be Ooh, great. Um, that'd be so much fun. That that I, I that would be really fun. But anyway, that would be one replay a month. We'd um, as long as you're supporting the tier, we would uh, send that out. Um, yeah, that's kind of our tiers. Uh, our Patreon seems to be booming, which is really cool. Um, so thank you for your support. Um, you know, it just incentivizes us to do a better job and mm-hmm. uh, to keep to keep going with the podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, now that that's uh, out of the way. Um, Man, I feel like I said that like a chore, uh, and now upon mm-hmm. self-reflection, I should have <laughs> not implied that it's a chore. Uh, we're very grateful for your support. Um, our focus this week is going to be very, very DreamHack heavy. Um, yep. So, um, well, uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see where it goes from here. But we're gonna we're gonna start with the DreamHack heavy topics. Um, most of these were uh, kind of put together by Combo. Um, and for that reason, um, uh, we're going to let kind of combo start it off. Um, cause I know you watch probably more games than any of us. I'd imagine. I did not miss wow. a single game. You did not miss a single <laughs> game. Well, there's no way I'm going to catch up to that. So uh, I would like to call combo out here and say that he didn't miss a single yeah. game on stream one. Stream two. <laughs> stream two games were more boring. So that's all right. I watched... About half of Stream 2's games, and then about half of Stream 1's games. So, nice. I'm, I'm putting myself out. I I, did, I watched a lot this weekend. <laughs> so, com- Combo, if you may, can you get us started on your first topic you wanted to talk about? It was um, specifically just kind of mouse and speed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, this is something I, I was really excited to listen to either to your guys' opinions or uh, just in general chat about how it's looking. So, uh, mouse esports... Um, pretty pretty rough rlcs showing uh following the season and uh for some reason we're seeing shades of wsoe and flip side mouse decides to pick up speed as a sub i want to know what this guy's like friendly mentality is like he looks awesome watching him live is so fun because he's so (laughs) emotional when he plays between him and a lot just screaming every time the ball goes in it's like (laughs) it was a blast to watch them play but man i tell you he looks so good when he fills in on teams and uh if I can give like a, a, a guest reason as to why this is, uh, my thought is that teams, I think one of the biggest weaknesses for, for set teams is that they tend to get too comfortable. So they they overthink and they feel like they know exactly where their teammates are always going to be. And it, and it produces some problems sometimes of these miscoms, um, especially like from at least what I've seen from Coach of the Brock team, miscoms just get less and less, which in one way is good because then they can keep it open more, but then also it allows for more room for mistakes. The opposite of this is when you have a third player in, you're probably so focused on not impressing the player, but you're probably so focused on making sure that this player can mesh with all of your play styles and come in together that you're maybe more focused on comms and you're more focused on like sticking to a step rotation and and all these things that maybe you tend to forget when you're playing as a team and so that would be my guess at least like i don't even think he popped off that much like i, I thought he looked good don't get me wrong but like a lot looked as phenomenal as he normally does tigree had a couple high high uh, sorry t gray sorry i was saying tigree um t gray had a couple of highlight real goals like like they just looked 
absolutely solid. I think they ended much earlier than they probably should have for context of those who didn't see it. They made it all the way to day uh, three in the playoffs, top eight, and then they got reverse swept by TSM in the quarterfinals, which was very sad to see. Really close series. I think every game was a one-goal game, uh, except uh, looking now, except game one. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was such a good series, but I think they, and I think moving on, they would have played EG. I think they he probably could have manhandled EG. Uh, so they they could have had a top two showing if they didn't drop what they uh, those last three games, at least in my opinion. So uh, unexpected results from most, but a lot of fun to watch them play. Yeah, I uh, I completely agree. Uh, I was watching, I tried to make sure that I caught as many mouse games as I could because watching them day one, I was just like, what has happened to this team? Because it was just, they were playing so well, so well together. Everything was just uh, meshing insanely well. Um, and then, like, I think it's first, like, when I first noticed it was the RV versus Mouse Sports uh, game on day one. That was just beautiful <laughs> to watch it happen. Because, like, one, I was a little bit invested from our uh, previous predictions. I'm bringing it up. Uh, <laughs> and two, I've always just kind of liked uh, the, the Mouse team, um, like, just the, the brand, I guess. But seeing them play with uh, with speed was just something else. It was they were on fire the entire weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's something I think I think we'll bring up our predictions uh, as we get to kind of the, the very end um, of of our top of a list of topics. Um, but I did want to say, yeah, no, they their run definitely surprised me. Were they mostly playing on the second stream? Uh, no, they had quite a bit on the on, first on one. Okay, one. I, yeah. I I saw quite a bit of them at least. I think why. my difficulty was as well. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't watch many of the games live, so I was going back and kind of going through it as quickly as possible. Uh, going through a nine-hour video, there's only so much you can catch. Because um, I feel like if you're live, you know, you can kind of like do something. It's on the background, whatever it is, right? Um, but going back, it's very daunting to look at like this is almost ten hours of content. Uh, and let me try to find the games that I'll find interesting, right? Um, but yeah, definitely most esports. I think I think the one thing you can say about this weekend in general is teams that had not done as well as they had hoped in the RLCS really showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think most esports in particular seemed like the team that just, uh, no matter what happened, I I don't know whose run was more impressive. You know what I mean? Like, there's a couple of teams that had really, really, really good runs. Um, and uh, I don't know. Like, let, let, I'm just going to name them and then uh, add, add anything that I missed here. But I'm, I'm guessing uh, Team Solo Mid, OC Sports, and Evil Geniuses all had uh, great runs. And they were more underdogs in most of their games. Is that sure. fair to say? Yeah, um, I'd also like yeah. to... Say complexity. Complexity. Now nah, we know complexity is the best team next year. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, complexity as well had a really good run. Um, uh, anything in particular stood out? Maybe about because you're saying speed was meshing with the team, but anything like tactically specifically that you notice about their games that might be interesting to our? Because I don't think we're gonna do much of beginners corner, so I want to try to incorporate as much. Yeah, good idea. Um, that part of it uh, from what you saw. From what I watched, it was just a complete overwhelming of the neutral zone. I I don't think they lost possession really at all throughout the entire weekend in their own neutral zone or their own V neutral zone. Um, was specifically when they had possession, it was an instant from the 
top of their own penalty box already into the top of the penalty box on their opponent's side. And if it was the their opponents coming out through the neutral zone, they just stuffed it. I don't know. I, I didn't watch it close enough at least to see the play style. But if I had to guess, they were probably playing a pretty heavy 2-1 where they had their two forwards really really pushing hard in the in the offensive zone and then having their last man back just purely focused on killing time if it happened to get back there um was kind of what i was seeing like they, they never I really mean, felt like you're being pressured it right? is a lot so i would right like they're a fast team like like all three of those players are very mechanically talented um and i think that was a lot of their shortfall at least with with alex on their roster previously for rlcs was that they they had a lot of mechanical talent but not a lot of teamwork and truthfully like i didn't even see a lot of teamwork from them uh throughout and it literally just came down like i think like i know like Floop just made a top 10 shots video and i think they had three highlights between the three of them in the top 10 for best goals so um it's it's that kind of classic what we chatted about vitality earlier where it's it's a lot of individual talent and can you mesh it well as a team and it just so happened that this weekend they, they were able to versus having alex in there instead of speed and not being able to do so previously right mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I think that'd be interesting to to at some point uh, take a look back. Um, maybe if there's a slower week um, to kind of analyze a team specifically, like a a team that did surprisingly well, to actually go back to their games, see how they played, um, and kind of give a rundown of what they were doing well, what they were doing poorly, how they were playing, how did switch up as a tournament, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, just a thought. Uh, to keep I think going. this this weekend in general highlights the difference of playing in a land environment versus playing in oh, an online play environment, yeah. right? Is that like you look at a team like Complexity, all three of them have some sort of land experience. You look at a team mm-hmm. like EG, their entire roster has land experience in some capacity, right? It's whereas you look at like a Vitality, like they act, truthfully do not have a lot of land experience. Like like they they have not been around long enough to 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 yeah, really it, put like, back a lot of land experience, right? Mm-hmm. And you so even like something like Dick, right? Like I thought they looked pretty weak in um in day two, and they looked phenomenal coming in to the playoffs and absolutely put down energy and cloud nine was significantly just the better team following that. Um, and it shows from their, their recovery, right. Of being like, Hey, we've been at this land environment before we know how to go home, like go to our hotel and sleep it off and come back harder the next day. And like, they, they really showed it. So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think, I think, I think I want to keep going. Cause you, you, you got a lot of topics. So uh, let's try to elaborate as we go through the topics and kind of mix and match. Um, your next, the next topic that you had brought up was the Cloud Nine versus G Two game. So what, what specifically in this? I mean, if if someone sees the score, I'm sure they can uh, they can uh, talk about this. But this was uh, was this day two? Yeah, this is day two. Yeah. Uh, so this was both teams' second series of the day, and whoever won that series would have clinched day three. Um, the loser would have had to play EG uh, in the loser's round to clinch day three. All right, so what about... Uh, I mean, I, I I think, unfortunately, day two is probably the day I watched the least of. Mm-hmm. Um, what really... I mean, I see the 3-2 scoreline. What really kind of yeah. uh, made this series so exciting for you? Man, what uh, I think best series of the entire weekend, in my opinion. I, I am also a C9 fanboy, so like that's understandable um, that I'd be biased there. But holy, the the series was so much back and forth. I uh, I remember I saw I was watching this with a couple of buddies, uh, and 
because uh, I watched day two and three with some friends who are now starting to get into Rocket League, like they're big sports guys. And um, even they, like not barely understanding exactly what's happening in, in all of everything going on, were like losing their minds in this series. We had three overtimes. Every scoreline was like, a, I think every single scoreline was a one goal game. Like the, like the, the series was fun. We had a zero second, um, we had a zero second goal in game. I think it was game four, uh, from C9 to send it to overtime. Like it, it was everything you want out of an intense series. And if you ever want to see two absolute powerhouses trying to deal with the pressure of a land environment and playing against a team that consistently produces a, a great contest like if you're gonna watch any series of dreamhack this is the series you watch in my opinion uh because it was just such a back and forth affair um of there was some phenomenal like rizzo and i remember game five six seconds into the game had one of the best goals of the tournament this gorgeous yep. double touch that he just slid in um torment had a phenomenal read in game one um from the ceiling like there there was just some absolutely incredible goals these are six of the most talented players in rocket league on the field and um definitely a a series i think most folks should watch if they hadn't seen it i think as well uh to your point there's you know uh there's this expression uh and this is more for like combat sports but it's called like styles make fights um and i think in in particular when you take g2 and c9 i feel like their styles would naturally create more entertaining games Mm -hmm. um because there are some teams that i feel like kind of shut down and play more defensive Mm-hmm. um while that's not i mean i'd have to go back and obviously see the series a little better um but i feel like cloud when i think cloud 9g2 i see a lot of exciting players that would make Definitely. that series very back and forth you know I, that's the big difference though right is that g2 is so methodical but so fast with like so that it's a lot of passing it's a lot of team plays a lot of things like that that was c9 when they started and they really built that and now in my opinion at least they've evolved into this like i'm gonna beat one to two guys and then send this incredibly hard to read pass that you're still gonna hit some nutty angle on and it, it just creates either gorgeous goals or such grindy like intense like edge of your seat goals and i agree it really comes down to both teams play styles that produce this just absolutely high high pace action-packed games right and the fact that you can leave games being like one nothing or like two one is crazy shows how good the defense is with it too there were so many goal line saves especially i remember in game four and five that i was like screaming watching it because i was just <laughs> losing my mind uh I, yeah well, I imagine, you say? yeah well, i just remember wow like this was uh, in earlier game, like one of the first games that I watched in the day because I got there uh, a little bit later, and I was just like popping off in my seat, just uh, kind of screaming like, "This is amazing!" This this one set, and the moment the set was done, I messaged the uh, the chat of like the three of us and was like, "I just put the the name of this set, and that was it." And they were like, "Show notes," and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about this because this was just an incredible game where everything just kind of happened perfectly for both teams, where they were just." Like they were hitting incredible passes uh, that just nobody saw coming. I, I'm honestly amazed that they themselves could see it coming, even with the columns. Like, oh, it was it was such a good good set. <laughs> All right, awesome. I think I'm gonna move on. Uh, hopefully, you guys got your thoughts on that set. Um, next thing we got on the agenda: TSM versus NRG. Um, mm-hmm. So this happened. Which day was this? Day day two as well. Day two. Is the equivalent match of this C nine G two winner clinched mm-hmm. day three. Um, yeah, this is very interesting because like I don't feel like TSM was too, um, like during regular season, right? They they haven't showed much, mm-hmm. uh, relatively speaking. But to see energy go down, 
mm-hmm. uh, uh, to losers in that group B. That that's pretty big. Yeah, they uh, they actually look, so they look great on day one. I knew they were going to be coming in pretty hot. Uh, they pushing out Space Station um, to go down to the lower bracket in their second match of the day, three uh, one, and then coming into day two, I saw their their lineup and if they wanted to qualify via even like at all if they want to so groupy was was awful like just just uh it, is, it was absolutely the group of death and just to like i'll read it out like the teams and it was nr this is day two group b nrg renault vitality tsm renegades fc barcelona icon esports one of the best teams out of oce psg and complexity so literally all eight teams could have easily been favorites to at least make let alone make day three but at least make like top four um every single one of those teams had a, had an absolutely fair chance at making it um and so when I looked at, at least when I was looking at TSM, because they're one of my favorite teams in Europe, I saw that they were playing Renegades right away, who is another phenomenal OCE team. And then uh, if they won, they're either playing RV or NRG. And I was like, like they are not coming out of the winner's bracket here. I was like, I <laughs> I would love to see them qualify, but they are not making it through this, even if they beat Renegades. Also, they, um, to be fair, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think I severely, because I've seen TSM perform well on land before. And I think mm-hmm. for some reason, there's something about that team that like, I will, when they're playing, I feel like I will underrate them when they're playing well and then overwrite, sorry, what's the word? Uh, I won't give them enough credit when they're playing well. And then when, <laughs> I feel like in my mind this made a lot more sense. My point is essentially on land, like this is a team to be that I feel like I, I, I don't set high expectations for and then they perform really well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then when the the one time I do set high expectations, they don't perform. So that I, I feel like I always I don't have a good gauge of where where this team is. Um, but as obviously you can see in a three day format where there's a lot of games, this team just performed really well. I will say with uh, TSM, they've kind of been pretty quiet for a very long time. Um, I feel like all all season and possibly. A, year so far they've just kind of been uh doing almost nothing just chilling uh taking or like taking, taking the losses that they shouldn't right yeah um so like we saw them as weedem girls in the last rlcs and they did absolutely incredible but uh when they got picked up they just kind of chilled out and if they can continue playing like they have this uh this tournament then like i'm expecting to see a lot more <laughs> uh for sure but I don't know. I I definitely understand the uh, undervaluing them because they just haven't shown in months. <laughs> But uh, even just so, just for my note, like okay, like where my note was more just to even talk about that TSM NRG series. Yeah, yeah. They like, in my opinion, like I don't even, I don't think they should have won the series. Like, like they they looked great, but NRG was so good. They set the pace in literally all five games. Um, so just to, like to walk through just quickly the the game score. So game one, TSM won in overtime. I believe they were outshot. I think it was like fourteen to six or something like that. Um, and they snuck out like a, in my opinion, pretty lucky, but still mechanically skilled. Um. OT goal to, to win game one and I think that was absolutely shocked energy game two was pretty even and TSM took it one nothing from there on TSM did not touch the ball at all in game three and four it was an absolutely NRG dominant show and uh, as soon as they won game four to make the series 2-2 I was like ah like GG TSM you're gone like you don't win this um, and I don't know what happened I, I, I would love to know what the conversation was between game four and five but um, TSM came out swinging and I think 
realistically, I think they outplayed NRG in one, maybe two of the games, and like that was that was definitely one of them. But um, the fact that they snuck out with that series was huge for them going into day three because they not only put NRG to lower bracket, but they clinch and they don't need to play anymore for the rest of the day, right? So they can go home, go to bed, get their rest, and go from there. Whereas you have someone like NRG who starts at I think it was like three ish p.m. They started at, uh, or I think oh, so they started at six p.m. Uh, and they finished their day almost at 10 p.m. So they then Ooh. had to go home and sleep and then come back for their series the next day at noon, right? Which was um, obviously not a lot of time going in a different city than what you're used to. And um, so that that like drastically changes how energy comes into to day three. Um, and truthfully, I think that that is the reason that they got as dominated by Dignitas the next day as they did. Um, also, Justin, I don't know if you guys saw it, but Justin put out a, a statement saying that he was throwing up all night um, in the hotel in between day two and three. And apparently as soon as they got swept by Dignitas on day three, went off the stage and instantly threw up again and said he, he felt like he couldn't sit still throughout the entire series. It just was absolutely sick. So um, obviously they would have been wanting a little more rest that night as well. So that was, I think, one of the more significant uh, even just for something as small as the timing of it all, right? Changes for, for oh, TSM. Oh, no, that, listen, I um, I was about to bring up a topic, and I'm still going to bring it up anyway about energy, <laughs> but that uh, dramatically changes how I look at this tournament result, right? Mm-hmm. If a player's not feeling well, like, I don't know whether it's food poisoning or um, something, whatever it is, <laughs> right? Um, like, th- right away, that makes... You're like there, there's no way to play well in that situation ever, right? You got it. Yeah. Um, especially when you're one of the key players. I mean, all three of the players are very key to the team. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say though, assuming assuming obviously they weren't dealing with these particular problems, um, I want to get your take because I feel like the more and more I watch NRG, the more I feel this like idea of them being like cursed. You know what I mean? To, oh, yeah. be, to be almost there but not quite there yep. if it's not if you don't believe in curses right my point is i feel like it's 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 definitely starting to weigh on their minds i'd, I'd assume definitely they've not won a major in over two years that organization and their team was they, literally the only major that organization has won in rocket league is x games and that was before justin was on the team that was before this team has become what they are for north america um wow. that like that that has to weigh in on you and like truthfully i'm i'm so impressed with just the organization in general of energy for not dropping their team because it's 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 pretty quick for orgs to see like oh you're not winning actual money okay bye um despite them still being as dominant as they are but, and like, like the thing is like the thing is there's still i think the difference is like if energy drops like what, what kind of team do they pick up or do they just leave rocket league altogether because mm-hmm. i think in general like the team is still winning prize money like they get top finishes in most tournaments um, that they enter, or they usually get close enough that they are winning something, right? Yep. Um, and so, like, if you're if you're looking at it from Energy's perspective, you go, all right, let's let's kind of you know switch the squad around and let's get some like new fresh people um, and push for that. Like, unless you're taking like I don't know, you're getting uh you're getting some like uh, squishy turbo pulsa. You know? <laughs> Like super team, I, I really don't see them like finding a better team than this one, right? Like, cause, mm-hmm. cause it maybe from their perspective, it could be like, listen, no matter what happens, we still have a th- team that's considered top three, possibly best in an A. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, and if we switch switch that up, like our reputation as 
that dominant North American team might not be there anymore. Um, For sure. So I think in, from the Orcs' perspective, right, um, Energy as well, like what... I'm trying to think of other esports. Does, does Energy have any teams that are teams or players that they sponsor that are in the higher echelon? Um, I, like, I know they had a CSGO team that was decent for a little while, but uh, I don't know if they still are as good as they are. But Yeah, I think that might be another thing to consider, right? Like, they're, yes, they might not be winning the big one, so to speak, right? But if you have a team that's still considered one of the best in your region, um, then as an org that doesn't have maybe other teams or other uh, representatives, right, individual players and in other games... Uh, in that higher level, like you want to be like, why would we get rid of this? Like this is just showing us, oh, hey, we have one of the best teams of Rockley. We can keep saying that as an org, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got uh, they have an Apex, CS:GO, Clash Royale, Dragon Ball Fighters, Fortnite, Hearthstone, Overwatch, Rocket League, and Smash. Are there is their rosters? And I can, like and and none of those teams I don't think are. Yeah, like you know, I don't think their Overwatch team is that great. I, it might I, be like a higher end contenders team, right? Because all the mm-hmm. all the main teams for Overwatch are now branded by the city. Um, oh, sure, yeah, true. You're but right. uh, no, regardless, like I, they definitely, it, it's probably one of their jewels, right? Of like, hey, we have this. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's keep going. Uh, Wabbits, I need you to come back. I'm trying. Because <laughs> uh, I know you were telling me, I, I believe you were telling me about this as this was going on, but PSG. Mm-hmm. Um. You watched this, right? Did you watch these series? Which ones? <laughs> uh, where they went six and zero, and then zero and six. I watched the zero and six. Okay, uh, so, um, so PSG. If I take a look at this, uh, on day one, they're in Group D. Yeah, so they're in Group D. So they went. Okay, Nitrox. Well. You know, Rogue is a pretty big win though. So they swept through. They're through, right? Um, they played two games. They're done, right? And then, the, so from two sweeps, two three zero sweeps, they go to the second day where they play Complexity, um, yep. the greatest team to ever uh, live on God's green earth. Um, I completely agree. <laughs> uh, so like, it was destined. Um, in the words of the Rock. Um, anyway, uh, and then. And then they played Icon Esports, and they also lost 0-3. What were your impressions of those games, Wabbits? Uh, well, for one, uh, Complexity was really dominant uh, overall in the, um, I think, day two. Like, they were just playing incredibly well. Uh, I think even the, the the second game of the day, the uh, Barcelona versus Complexity, um, they kind of got completely swept and destroyed. But I think overall they were play, playing pretty well from what I remember. Um, but against PSG, they just were playing uh, top of their game. Uh, I think they perfectly perfect swept them. Not a single goal was let in. Um, defense was on point, and uh, like Flakes and uh, Crazy Meisters, uh, like offense was just you know perfectly in tune with each other, and they were hitting some nutty shots. Um, PSG, I think they just couldn't get through anything. Uh, Complexity was just taking all the boost. Uh, had full possession the entire time almost and PSG really just got dominated um as for the icon I think combo could probably speak to it better because icon <laughs> yeah um I, I thought I, it's funny actually following that that icon um series I was I was actually having a little more hope at least with them having to play 
NRG in the next round, uh, following NRG and TSM. But uh, no, yeah, Icon also looked, in my opinion, quite good. Um, I truthfully, at that point, just thought that FCB was just a train. Like, I thought FCB was en route to win the entire tournament, uh, mm-hmm. going absolutely dominating Icon and then absolutely dominating Complexity, who absolutely dominated PSG. Um, yep. So, coming to that series, I was like, all right, either FCB is just an absolute train and we will, and Icon PSG might be pretty close, or PSG is on. I, massive downtrend right now and that's exactly what happened um was i thought i just thought psg looked just bad like they were missing passes missing shots they had a couple big chances i remember in game two when i thought they were really going to turn it around and i think they missed three or four like in my opinion quite open nets like i I think realistically it became more of a mental loss than a an actual loss going into that losers round series after like the shock of being dominated by complexity following one of their best first six games at least on day one in their like team's history so um i i think it was just a like oh my god like we're getting beat hard and that just followed right through into the icon series i truthfully didn't even give it as much to icon as as i want to i think psg that was their series to lose versus icons to win and that being said i think also um there's something you said about like the day switch like you if if a tournament is only one day you might like get into a groove and then like keep that going through a whole day um mm-hmm. but you know with with this being day two um they're coming in fresh right and then losing three nothing to complexity they might have like thought that that, that was going to be an easier game right like that's totally possible um so i'm just thinking uh like i feel like there's a there's some teams can carry that momentum but with a night you know you don't know what's <laughs> happening you know they're psg i don't know if they're drinking wine or something i said yeah maybe they went out maybe uh out. maybe that was it you know uh we can only speculate but uh, the point is, there was clearly a different team that showed up day two as opposed to day one. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, also, I just want to say, um, I only just noticed this now that Combo's mentioned it, but uh, Barcelona went 12-0 and 0 in uh, in game score in mm-hmm. the like, first two days and then didn't lose anything until uh, day three. Mm-hmm. And uh, they looked awful against EG. Yeah. <laughs> really bad against EG. <laughs> yep. All right. So... Uh, do we want to get into that actually? <laughs> uh, or is there uh, actually before we move on? All right. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything from? Because I, I I believe you you posted this all day too. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there anything? I kind of want to move on to game, day three. <clears throat> yeah. Is the EG versus G two reverse sweep worth talking about? Because I feel like there's a lot of these. <laughs> there's so much. I just we don't have the time nor the uh, attention span of our audience. I don't want to wear it too thin. Um, I would say of anything on D- day two that I think would be important to talk about is yeah. complexity's record okay, um, yeah. going through, and then the EG versus GT. EG two, I think, was the other big series of the day. Okay, those, those, let's go through that quickly. Um, okay, I'm gonna start with complexity. The the so they played three matches. They won three zero, lost three zero, won three zero. In both of their sweeps, they did not allow a goal. Um, which is Jeez. crazy to think about. Uh, that is how sturdy their back line looked. And even mm-hmm. against FCB, like they did not allow a lot against an FCB team that was rolling, like absolutely rolling. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure Complexity got almost doubled in shots every single game against FCB, but still they were not allowing in the amount of goals that I think most teams would have, um, mm-hmm. especially for how little they were getting out of their own end. That game, so they're, they're losers round two, so the winner would qualify for day, day three between Complexity and RV. Um, 
that similarly to the icon PSG, I do really think that was Vitality's match to lose. Um, I don't know what was going on in their heads, but I, I even recently watched a bit of the replay of their Renegade series before the Complexity one, but they, they didn't celebrate from goals. They weren't smiling. Like it literally did not look like they were having fun um, at all. Like they, they literally looked like it was like a chore to be there, which is really, I'm really curious if maybe something was happening on the team level, but Complexity abused that. When they came in, they just absolutely put such a hard effort towards Vitality, who's like Vitality is not a good defensive team. Like, like there, there's no lying in that. Scrub is phenomenal at defense. Kadop is is pretty good, but like they are an offensive powerhouse. Like they will win a, happily win a game eight two or eight three if they need to. Uh, and they literally just couldn't get out of their own end. And Complexity absolutely dominated that, and it was a really fun series to watch. So, mm-hmm. I think another uh... point is because I I recently saw, I remember seeing that Kate. Um... <clears throat> Okay, though, that Fairy Peak had gone back to the Batmobile for some of the RLCS games. Mm-hmm. But on LAN, I've been seeing more and more that you'll always choose the Octane. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's anything to that, um, if it's just a comfort thing. Or... Yeah, it could be the, 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 like when I was talking about it before, where it's like I use the Dominus when I know I'm playing well because I can shoot harder and I can just do what I need to do. But if I'm not feeling confident, the Octane makes me feel a little more comfortable and um and like it, i just find it easier to use but i don't feel like i can do as like nutty things but, as but i may do with it. that being said like if you're not feeling confident then i feel like that's already a bad sign you know what i mean oh yeah like you're you're i think one thing that you can't be underestimated in this game is the ability to feel like to have to have that confidence you know like um yeah. when you're losing a game and yet you can feel like you can go for anything without like n- thinking oh no i'm gonna miss and like second guessing yourself i feel like that's when you're playing at the best of your ability you know what i mean 100 mm-hmm. um, actually uh to this is i'm gonna take this analogy a little bit further um i was playing my competitor soccer game uh recently um and there was a certain player who was like not really in the game at all he wasn't making runs but he was a fast player didn't really want to challenge the ball or anything, right? Scored one goal. I kid you not, a completely different person on the field. Uh, and he went on to score wow. another one too. And he just started running after everything. He wanted the ball. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, yep. There's a difference between playing afraid, right? Like, let's, let's take this back to Rocket League, where you see the ball and you're like, oh, I don't want to go for that because if I miss, then, like, no one's in net, right? Um, mm-hmm. Or, or oh, I, I know I'm not going to get there, so I'm not even going to challenge, right? But as soon as, especially the higher level teams, as soon as that becomes your mentality then you're inviting a lot of pressure from the other team, right? Yep. You're like, oh, I can't, you know, this this person's amazing. This person's too fast. Uh, I'm going to stop, uh, you know, going for those challenges um, or those 50-50s. And then as soon as you start doing that, it's like, well, now I can't get out of our own zone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, Kyle, I want you to speak this a little bit, though. Is there a problem with RV having two such heavy, like, former once players who like to slow the game down? Is that maybe a problem of trying to get out of the zone? Is that possibly a cause? Yeah, like I, I, I don't think I've ever seen them accurately try to break out. Like it's normally a like I, if let's say let's say Fairy makes the save, he's gonna try and then beat the player who's challenging him first to then look for the pass and like get these nice plays moving out rather than transitioning a save into an instant breakout which you can see the really fast teams like g2 cloud nine even dignitas do where it's like their save is the breakout um and i don't often see teams like vitality do that and against 99 percent of the 
high level teams on this planet like that's not a big deal like like that's okay like you're it's only a couple seconds that maybe you're losing on that um but in games like this where complexity is just throwing themselves at you and holding that neutral zone so tightly i think that's where you're going to start to see those breakdowns um that i think that's a really good way to look at that at least is that they're so they're so focused on trying to set pace that then they ended up slowing their own pace so much that the speed of other teams ended up uh, overpowering that right i know wab it sounded like you're trying to get a point in as well uh well no it's just um this game reminded me uh that this was the game that i noticed where a shift in the meta was happening um where the or at least for this specific uh tournament where it was a super aggressive and bump heavy meta um where i think in this game um flakes had a double demo or was he that did. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yep. a double demo to get a goal and this uh and it happened in another game and then it happened to them in a different game and the entire thing was just so heavy on bumps um i hadn't really seen such a such an aggressive and physical play um like during or throughout an entire tournament and uh yeah that was just kind of cool to see um the evolution along with the uh secondary thing of this two and one where there's the uh two super uh aggressive um, really good shot uh, shot takers, and then one back uh, defensive player. Uh, where it, on complexity, it was flakes and greasy, always forward, always uh, challenging the ball, always going for this uh, like these nutty shots. And then Magnus was just an insane defender, um, and I think he got the majority of the or he was the majority of the reason that they didn't let any goals in uh, in both of these sets, where he was just able to always leave it or keep the ball either on uh, the opponent's side or just out of the net, just insanely well. I, and, actually, can, can I jump in on this for a second, Wabbis? Do you, yeah, of course. Do you foresee that a lot of players, when this kind of meta becomes more bump heavy or uh, demo mm -hmm. heavy, shall we say, is it a good way to neutralize mechan more mechanically gifted players, in, in your opinion? Uh, it definitely would be, um, but I don't think that's the reason that they do it. I think it's more to neutralize or like to take advantage of players who aren't uh, set in the rotation. So if there's a slight error in the opposing team's rotation, then I think a bump is even more useful than uh, demoing a super mechanical person. Because if they don't know how to work around this lapse in rotation that's forced by the block or by the demo, then uh, it's just a free goal regardless of what happens. Um, and I think. That's where you see it happen more often, especially uh, like looking at this complexity versus vitality game. Um, it's three, like vitality is three really good single players. Uh, they're not super heavy, fo heavily focused on teams. And if you take one of them out, then something gets a little bit off and they don't really know what to do. And, or at least they, you could see it as that and you can just take uh, advantage really easily and roll over them just by taking one person out for a couple seconds because they don't know how to get back into the right spot yeah for sure um i think with, with that come do you have somebody to say that before i no, push I forward covered it well. um yeah we're gonna push into eg all right which i mm -hmm. i think i messaged i don't know if it was combo or rabbits at some point but i said i i have not been i because i've said like i used to be a really big fan of eg uh back mm -hmm. in the Starcraft days. Starcraft days. Um, but uh, I haven't really been a fan. But over the course of this tournament, I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm cheering for them now. Uh, you know, everybody loves a good underdog story. Uh, but we're going to yep. start with this. Rogue. Um, 
plays G2 in the losers of day two. Um, and Rogue is up uh, two not- or two games to nothing. Uh, and then EG comes back and wins. G2, not Rogue. G- uh, sorry, G2. Yeah. Um, G2. I, sorry, I saw Rogue underneath where Mousy's mm-hmm. first people. Um, yeah, no. Uh, G2 uh, is up two, two games to nothing. But then Evil Geniuses comes back. Um, what are your thoughts on this series combo? Um, this to me was the the core of um, this kind of land mentality of like let's use the crowd and let's use the environment to like stay positive with it. Um, I'm not I'm really not a big classics fan. Like I, I really dislike just like his play style, and I find he's generally overly cocky with a lot of things. Um, however, I was similarly kind of the underdog story of it. Also, like I'm I'm, I'm more of a C9 fan than a G2 fan, and I feel like you can only be one or the other. Um, <laughs> but I uh, I I was super impressed watching him get fired up, like point to the crowd. Like I remember after game three, like they were still down in the series. He like winked at the camera as they did the little close up on him, like, <laughs> like that to like stay enjoying it and use the that the things that only land can provide you. Um, whereas you watch G two and their morale by game four was empty. Like they had nothing left in the tank in game four. Uh, and I think it was more of the shock of like hey, we're coming off of, like, one of the hardest series we played in a while against C9, and now we're playing this EG team that has been looking, truthfully, quite hot uh, on day two after their win against Method, and they came out, especially in game one, I thought EG easily could have taken that game in game one, and that would have been a massively different series if they did. Uh, and But still, we even got a better storyline of the, the reverse sweep, and uh, G2 didn't even score in the last two games. Like, it was a... Uh, like I, I could really see it in their in their faces. Of I, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but I know we've all seen it the the comms video of of G two like yelling mm-hmm. and laughing and like like they're a fun team, right? Like like they they laugh, like they enjoy it. You even watch them in the earlier series, like them against Rogue and stuff like that. Like like they have they they have a lot of fun when they're playing, and you can see you can see that like like Rizzo's always smiling and making jokes. And in game four and five, like there was not a grin. Like it was so serious and so focused that I think it, it may have been that kind of land mentality that for some reason also we're talking about curses. G2 is awful in land environments. They're always powerhouses in, uh, I remember seeing the meme of it's a like SpongeBob all like muscly at like <laughs> that, that beach episode where he's like inflated and stuff like that. And then they're like G2 during league play. And then he's like slightly toned with like one big arm. Um, and then they're like G2 versus playoffs. And then it's like SpongeBob curled up into a little ball and it's like G2 at land. Um, and like, I've never seen something more accurate because they, in my opinion, almost always underperform at land. Uh, and this was a, another big example of it is like, I thought they looked quite good against C9 and they absolutely lost their steps when it came into, uh, playing EG. Yeah. I mean, it, for me, the whole time I was watching this, uh, I was, uh, you know, get, getting ready to go online, uh, order that evil geniuses t-shirt. Um, <laughs> no, but I was actually really excited because this, this was really, if you, if you take this tournament apart. Um, what it told me is one that that thing about LAN, right? Um, about teams with experience at LAN are going to do better at LAN. Um, mm-hmm. Two teams with something to prove who didn't do very well in RLCS, either getting demoted or um, staying, like you know what I mean, not not qualifying for LAN. Um, mm-hmm. To them, this was their their big tournament, right? Um, and I felt like they are more motivated than perhaps other teams um, might have been. And uh, the third thing is I felt like if if I were to take, maybe except for Evil Geniuses, right? 
but if you if you look at this tournament uh semis and finals what are the three teams except for any old geniuses that are there it's the three teams that were there in the rlcs season six finals mm-hmm. um and so you know say what you want you know they may not done well in league play uh, but there's these teams there's a reason these teams have been on top for a while and still um you know do as well as they do all right with that in mind let's talk about dignitas all right um mm-hmm. we're going to day three dignitas sweeps NRG uh mm-hmm. 3-0 um anyway you catch that game yeah I've actually watched the a rerun of it today um and like in preparation for this because I knew we were going to talk about it <laughs> and that was a I it, it makes a lot more sense now um that the uh Justin was feeling absolutely terrible uh, because I was watching it, and the entire time I was thinking that they were just playing badly, honestly. Um, I think Dignitas, I don't think Dignitas was playing very well either, I, I will say it. Um, they missed, I think, I counted three completely open nets. Uh, and one, like just the fact that Energy let three completely open nets happen is pretty bad in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, I, I, it really felt like... Uh, it was a fairly back and forth thing uh, game, but Energy did actually feel like the better team in my opinion. Um, there was just some fatal mistakes that they uh, made, like fairly consistently. Um, I mean, if, likely... you, if you look at the scores uh, mm-hmm. of all the games, um, like Dig only won each every game by one goal. Yeah. Every game and went those... OT, right? Like yeah. that, that's yeah. the yeah. thing to keep in mind is like it, like that is that at its core showed how close that series was right and it's like for me like I, i've always viewed dig as like the bad guys of the the rocket league scene like for absolutely no reason other than the fact that like one i don't like turbo and two their like jerseys and logo literally look like villains to well, me like you know what it is like too, villains. to be fair i think they've built themselves up as we are we are the big you know we are the big team to beat you know what <laughs> i mean for all these years um you know you have faker and league of legends um mm-hmm. and all that right like this is the guy this is the, the team this, these are the players you know uh, to beat and so i think every time you see them you're like i don't want them to win they always win right <laughs> yep. yep and the, yeah that was always me and that's why like literally going with like Wabbit's point is like that 100 percent that series literally was just who got the better bounce or who got the worst bounce um mm-hmm. every single time in overtime like i i do agree that i think energy did look like the better squad and i really wanted to see them move on i i wanted to see them move on but i also didn't because i knew that cloud nine would probably look a little better against dig than they would against energy um but uh yeah that, that continue on wabbits but yeah, i completely agree i think energy definitely could have and should have taken that series mm-hmm. that's that's basically where i was going with it um <laughs> just some fatal flaws that energy made that like just absolutely uh or just let in free goals um there were a couple nice shots i'm, I'm not gonna take that away like they they had a uh, dignitas and energy both made some nutty plays that uh led to goals but there were so many things that just happened yukio missed two different open nets in the first game yukio <laughs> shooting looked awful in game one it was so far off like yukio is usually someone who's uh always on the ball and uh, generally has a really good shot um, yeah did you did you guys see that play where he he did that ceiling i don't even i don't even know dude i think it was the best goal of the tournament for sure it's you know what it is i think there's moments where like a player sees it you know what i mean like you you catch that zone for like a split second and Mm -hmm. um 
I don't know if this has anything to do with consistency. Maybe it was like, remember, this is the first game in a quarterfinals on on the third day, right? <laughs> third day after playing Rocket League every day. I, th- like, the games were not getting better. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> um, but when you do see that Yukio goal where he, he jumps off the ceiling, then jumps off the backboard and manages to flip in. Anyway. Anyway, keep going about this series. I just you you should go go watch Bloom's highlights because there are some nutty goals. Combo, you want to continue? No, like I think you covered it well. Like I truly don't think there's a lot more to say. Like I, I of any of, of of any of the three games, NRG should have lost game one. They mm-hmm. should not have lost game two and three. The it, yeah. it literally came down to the the crappy bounces. I think NRG looked awful in game one, and I was very impressed that they turned it around. Um, but it literally like like that it at at its core i think that game showed the the kind of uh volatility of some of the even at the highest level of rocket league right is like mm-hmm. that at its core shows that it doesn't matter if you're the best team on the field like the the rocket league gods may think otherwise sometimes right it is the the big difference so i i completely agree but you do have to consider that justin was definitely not even close to his uh like prime yeah. um with him being super sick i think if he was um you know not even not even full uh like at full capacity but like not at something that that yeah not like, like holding back peak at that point <laughs> uh then i think they still would have won um which kind of shows just how much farther below dignitas was in the in that game because they were they just were not playing well <laughs> yeah. actually you know what's interesting i feel like um the quarterfinals had a lot of um like you might not have been able to call it considering how the tournament went before um mm-hmm. right like it, especially that lower part of it team solo mid most esports i think you'd assume most esports the way they've been playing would take it then again team solo mid had been mm-hmm. playing great tournament too like don't get me wrong mm-hmm. uh, yep. uh, it is a 3-2 game it's quite close mm-hmm. um but um and then evil geniuses being fc barcelona as combo stated earlier right um mm-hmm. You said Barcelona just wasn't playing well that game at all. Um, yeah, so just in general, I feel like quarterfinals were kind of way more unpredictable. But semis mm-hmm. and finals, like if you were to tell me uh, in general, like you look at those semis, look at those finals, and we were to do predictions last week knowing those four teams, That's I think exactly we could what probably expect. safely assume that this would be the results you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Team Solomid going over Evil Geniuses. Cloud9 mm-hmm. being Dignitas, right? The new Dignitas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Cloud9 playing Team Solo. Here's the mm-hmm. one thing I do want to say. So Cloud9 wins the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know what? Like Cloud9 versus Dignitas doesn't feel the same. Like <laughs> ever since that finals last, uh, so last uh, LAN, right? Um. I, I kind of wish we had the Dignitas with KDOT to see a rematch of that best of seven. Um, <laughs> yeah. Part of me selfishly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, be, because RV, while dominant online, still definitely needs more LAN experience, right? Um, yeah. Anyway, th- this was my thought. But it just doesn't feel like the same Dignitas playing, playing Cloud9 here. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Cloud9, do you want to talk about how Squishy was taking third man, uh, basically the entire Oh yes, yeah. so, well, tournament? no, but I feel like Squishy's, like, already developed in that role. 
I, I think that's his land rule, right? Like I, I tend mm-hmm. to see, I find whenever they're playing in, in league player stuff like that, he, he really enjoys that spotlight and like, he really tries to be that number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, I, I think truthfully, like, even when they're, they're RLCS championship run, right? Like mm-hmm. he, he can, he's now the, the joke. I remember like, a couple of Brock guys had made was that he's the only one not to win an MVP at like a, at a major so far <laughs> on their roster. Well, uh, I, I would have actually been a little upset because I felt like everyone was chanting his name so much through that. Uh, yep. <laughs> season six tournament and i'm like no but torment is played so well like i feel like she gets some recognition you gotta end same same here i thought gimmick was by far the best player on the field in a lot of their games right like, like he, yeah. he looked phenomenal and um but uh yeah for for that at least i i think squishy like really finds his groove when he can play that three man at LAN, and then he'll feed off the crowd energy a little bit hit an absolutely nutty goal and then go back to playing the three man for the next three games right like mm-hmm. it's 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 all it's almost like weird to watch him play like that and it, it works so well for their roster though he just lets mm-hmm. torin gimmick do what they need to do gimmick will hit some weird touch and beat three defenders and torment will slot a ball top left every time and um and squishy just plays that steady three and it looks so good like that's why they let in so little goals generally when they're playing right like they uh every single win that cloud nine had in the finals they did not allow a goal all four wins were shutouts and that i remember like going into to game i think it would have so been game six um i so just i i have no proof but it's funny when i watch that my i was watching a couple of buddies who don't know rocket like that well and i was like you ready cloud nine wins in six that's the call right now and it's like i'm pretty proud that like i got it right <laughs> I, I know it means nothing to this because anyone listening is like he's lying but uh, <laughs> like i have a couple of buddies to back that up but it's funny we were going to game six and as soon as uh, cloud nine scored first i was like there it is i was like that's the that's the championship for sure um and they look so good any game that they scored first they just look so good coming into it no, hundred percent. And I um, like when when do we? I I just wanted to bring this up. When do we say like Cloud Nine? Because there's always something that like prevents me from saying like, and just because of their the results, obviously in the North American region. Um, but when do we start saying like this is the best team in the world? You know, mm. um, definitively. I feel like the argument, the more the more kind of tournaments they rack up, the more we start going. Okay, this is this is the team to beat. Um, but I'm still like, you don't know, right? You don't know just because of that last RLCS run. Um, yeah, my problem is I, like, I know I'm a, I know they're my favorite team and I know I'm a fanboy, So like, I don't feel like I ever have the place to say it even when I think it. So like, I'm just waiting for someone else in the world to say it first and I'll be like, I agree. <laughs> no, no, no. I, you know what it is? I think, I think if they win, I, I think if they went too straight, they, they can yeah, simplify themselves. Yeah. As if they went too straight, this might it's even. It's them or Dignitas at that point, right? It's, it's, it's them or Dignitas, best, like GOAT. Um, yep. But um, I think definitely right now they are the team to beat. Like if you're going. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That might make this land tournament more difficult because that means every other team is going to, you know, take all these games, study um, up. Study up and, uh, <laughs> you know, go into that tournament. Um, and we'll see, we'll see if any team can come up with a strategy to beat them. But yeah, no, uh, I think overall, uh, good tournament, great tournament. What are your thoughts? Great tournament. Great tournament. Yeah, I think it was yep. a little, I personally at least, uh, I know Combo enjoyed it, but I think it was a little too much. Like, there's only so many hours in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. And I felt like yep. this tournament in particular, like I felt... Um, the the last land the last world's land was a lot more like it was chunked a lot nicer 
um then this just felt there was so much going on with the double streams and like 10 hours of double stream like and i get it because it's more it's to allow more teams to have a chance right Mm -hmm. um uh but with so many no it's interesting because back in there there used to be like mlgs you know what i mean where you take like 128 person brackets um and you just like watch these random players play because you're like why not you know and then like you really focus in at the end um, but I think with so many notable teams, mm-hmm. um, that was kind of hard to do because you're like, I want to watch everything. But then you're like, is this, you know, is this uh, Evil Genius versus Method game really, really what I'm <laughs> interested in? You know, <laughs> like, um, I, I, I just thought it was a lot. I think, I think, and that, and I, I think the intention isn't for someone to watch the whole thing, right? Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. I think on average, if you get people watching a couple hours every day and then tuning yeah, in, yeah, there's for... not a lot of combos out there for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. That's why we're here, I guess, um, yep. to to try to recap it in a somewhat uh, digestible manner. Um, but yeah, if and then people focus in quarter semis, fine. I imagine most people watch it like that. <clears throat> With that being said, I think it's time we're gonna get uh, to see how we did with our predictions. Yes. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Wabbis, would you like to, uh, once again, remind our listeners of who you chose? I chose NRG and, okay. uh, Handsome Beavers. Handsome Beavers. So let's start off with the team everybody wants to know about. Handsome, Handsome Beavers, Beavers were uh-huh. 3-0'd, uh, by Cloud9, exactly. and then mm-hmm. they were 3-0'd by RBG Esports. Yep. Red, blue, it green. Was, uh, it was a sad, sad time for, for our boys, um, but I chose them because of the name. Yeah, and that's true. I got exactly what I wanted. I got Handsome Beavers on the main stage. That's everything I needed. I got Handsome Beavers. I'm happy. All right. And um and then your uh and then your team, Energy, mm-hmm. made it to the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's pretty good. I think decent. Yep. Overall. Yep, okay. no, not bad, not bad. Uh combo, let's go over yours. I had Uncharted and Icon for the memes. Mm-hmm. Uh well, you said Icon was memes, but like, they they did all right. Um, <laughs> I think I I obviously don't remember exactly what I said, but I said I was like I still think they're the best team out of OCE, and I think they proved that. Yeah, um, Icon. Um, yeah, just so. a quick read about Icon. They had a tough time with RBG, um, mm-hmm. just barely sneaking by there, three two. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, then they lost to Cloud Nine, had to win against Nick Trucks to make it through day one. Mm-hmm. Um, then they got O three by Barcelona. Uh, but proceeded to beat PSG and then lost to NRG, um, meaning Wabbits uh, takes the prediction here uh, yep. over combo because um, uh-huh. our teams literally face each other. And then Uncharted, where's Uncharted? Uh, they didn't make it out of day one. No, but I want to. I want to see how they. Oh, um, so yeah. So they're Group B. So group they uh, right. three would by Renegades, three-0'd. and then they three one three o three, and then got three would by. You EG. know what? They beat a team. So they beat a team. Uh, that is true. Compared to the handsome beavers, they're doing quite well. Um, I will say, I as I uh, I was, I think I had talked about I was stuck between Uncharted and Yo um, because I thought that Ajax was going to do quite well, and I was pretty excited to see that Yo nearly took out Vitality on day one, which mm-hmm. I would have lost my mind about, <laughs> um, and I would have like made sure to like this week in this podcast. <laughs> Like, oh, listen to last week's when I said Yo looked like a good team. <laughs> they came through, but uh, yeah, if they if they beat RB, I would have lost my mind. I remember I was like edging my seat that entire series. Yeah, I think I think one big thing is RV. Well, I'll talk about it in just a second. Um, oh my so my 
my choices were RV and uh, the pink, pink hair, fan hair fan club who lost to Rogue 3 0. And the pink mm-hmm. hair, they, they got one match win uh, against Nitrox. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's better than Hanson Beavers. But, uh, is it? Is it? Did Hanson Beavers? They... No, sorry. They got a match. They didn't win the game. Like the a, f- game win. a game That win. doesn't matter. It's still better than Oh, did Hanson Beavers not win one game? <laughs> Yep. Oh yeah, they did. Or 06, I guess. Um, <laughs> but they did their job. They okay. were handsome beavers. All right, <laughs> I guess so. Um, but for for RV, um, day one they lose to Mouse Sports, who you know, as we said, kind of teared it up with speed. And yeah, mm-hmm. Yo barely getting out playing Yo. They did make it to day two at least. Okay, so I wasn't completely embarrassed here. Um, but then day two energy, so Wabbits. Uh, taking me out there, uh, and then complexity ultimately kicking them out. Um, you know what? Like Losing to the greatest team uh, that ever played this game is not the worst thing in the world. Uh- <laughs> okay, hold up. While we're while we're here at this uh, complexity versus uh, RV game again, oh boy. I just want to say that uh, as a Flakes fanboy, can we finally say that Flakes is better than Fairybeak? Yeah, <laughs> in, in the past two uh, <laughs> two tournaments. Uh, the one one's tournament and the team's tournament, Flakes has beaten Fairy Peak, both in one v one and v and the three v three. So, as well, a Flakes fanboy, he is better than Fairy Peak. Cool. <laughs> um, anyway, with that being said, I think we have to uh, give our congratulations to Wabbits, who has won the predictions. <laughs> so I'm gonna give a light clap. Um, unfortunately, NRG did not win the tournament, um, and so I think we did state that we had to win. For there mm-hmm. to be a stipulation of some kind, um, and so I think we will keep that stipulation um, because it'll make it more meaningful when it does happen. Um, That's true. And also make sure we don't run out of ideas because I feel like if we just start giving it every tournament, you know, then like eventually I don't know what we'll be doing. We'll be like, we'll, we'll probably have like combo doing an, like an ASMR oh, God. <laughs> piece by the end of it. Um, maybe I, that, I, that should be our no, five hundred dollars here. Yeah, yeah, I'd do that. I'd listen to a Rocket League at ASMR. That'd be interesting. I want combos five hundred dollar Patreon tier um, ASMR. Um, anyway, oh my goodness, there's way too much going on with your mic. Um, all right, all right. Uh, great tournament. I think that's wrapping up. This has definitely been DreamHack heavy. Um, before we go. Uh, there's a new thing that was just announced. Uh, Come on, have you explain it? Um, uh, mostly because uh, or Wabbits, well, whoever. You know what? As long as it's not me, all right. Uh, the <laughs> radical I, summer. Uh, radical summer. Um, I'm really excited because this is our first look at to what money can buy you. Uh, since this is our first event under the technically epic banner. Um, so. I'm I'm very excited to see because we're literally getting an event times three. We have an event from June 10th to June 30th, which is based on 80s blockbusters. We have an event from July 1st to July 21st, which is based on 80s culture. And then we have an event from July 22nd to August 12th, uh, which is based on 80s television, um, which is awesome. I actually dislike the 80s. I'm a history major. Um, I, I strongly dislike the 80s, but that's life. Um, the aesthetic would be quite cool. Um, I've never heard so. of anyone like... Like actually hating, you said you're a history major and you hate the eighties. I didn't say I hate, but I dislike the eighties. Yes. Um, Is it? Listen, listen. 
let's slow slow it down here. here. This is story here. Let, let let me know what specifically about the eighties that you don't like. So I study American politics, so I really dislike the 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 move that the that the United States of America took around the eighties, um, just in terms of like the Cold War and the Russian Revolution leading into 1991. Yeah, but, but um, what does that have the to do? Culture is what I'm gonna say. So I dislike 80s culture because it's so consumer heavy. I hate consumerism. I I, I really dislike just the idea of like heavy capitalism, and this is where like American capitalism like. Wow. So, wow. Um, but with that, we also got some some pivotal things like Back to the Future and the Goonies. Back and to things the like Future's that. pretty good. Um, so, right? So, little, like, good things came from it, but I dislike the era. So, moving with that. And the Combo great Flash historic show is uh, coming to you shortly. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but so with that, there's two premium cars that are coming, which is pretty exciting. You get the Ghostbusters Ecto-1 car, um, and then you get Knight Rider, which is awesome, um, which I'm very excited about. It looks like it's a Dominus hitbox, so I might be mating that. Um, <laughs> they have tons of, the, like, new items and stuff like that. They're doing the same kind of idea where they have a shop that you can buy things and i was looking through some of the items and some of them look pretty cool um like one of them's like a vhs and then um the currency looks like it's going to be cassette tapes which is pretty funny um and then the by far the coolest thing is there are three limited time game modes that are coming um that are going to be online and playable the first one is ghost hunt um so it, it looks like it looks like drop shot meets like magnet from rumble so it's imagine for those who have seen ghostbusters and if we haven't wow um you're using the um the like the the guns that they use uh in proton blasters thank you um the so you're using the proton blasters uh on top of your car and it's like a magnet from rumble and you have to drag the ball into the uh the containment zone and hold it there for two seconds to score a goal which is pretty cool um and then they have uh, i can't remember exactly what it's called but it's a spikes only game mode which is gonna be awful but awfully Whoa. fun um, <laughs> so i'm excited to see it uh, and then they're adding in beach ball um which is uh, it looks like it's a mix of curveball with the beach ball physics and it literally is oh, a beach that ball that so you're using that's cool. awesome I'm quite disappointed that they didn't add in a volleyball because I keep waiting for that every summer. Um, but that's okay. I, I know that they they're equivalent to that. It's supposed to be drop shot. And then finally, like I said, there's so much content to this. Um, they're it's, also it's just drop shot gold. with like a, um, a net. A net. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they're doing uh, they're doing golden eggs again, which is pretty nice. So uh, similar to the Easter event from last year, uh, you're getting five golden eggs per event, which there's three throughout the summer. Um, and it's uh, so I can say so they will contain items from the Elevation Victory Turbo and Nitro crates, uh, and so you can get up to five golden eggs per each phase of the event. I believe that's all the content. There's obviously decals, and there's probably new music and all that kind of stuff. The music from the trailer, which I'd recommend you watch, is awesome. So I really do hope that they add in some 80s music um that would be pretty cool i am someone who does listen to the in-game music people tend to rip on me for that but that's all right um but uh yeah so i'm excited to see everything coming out uh just to remind so it's called the radical summer event and it's happening from june 10th to august 12th um i you think we have time for it yeah <laughs> I, I think we can we can go further in detail uh i think i'm gonna wrap up the show here um yeah once again dream hack heavy show um, there are definitely some tidbits, some games to go back and watch um, from those we discussed. Um, as always, uh, for myself, Flash, uh, Wabbits, and Combo over here, uh, I bid you all a great week and, uh, I don't know, awesome times. All right? Bye. Radical.
Bye. Bye.